<laughs> call is uh, running out of Luck. everything. Patience. Luck. Okay, we're running towards the end of the year. Happiness. I'm running low on funds. I just got a notification. I'm running low on data. <laughs> I'm running low on sleep. The, the time is running out, okay? Once we hit the new year, everything resets, right? Data. Yes, dollars. All your problems. The dollars just reset. AJ right? Picard, VFX. Automatically refunded into your account. <laughs> everything just goes back to normal, McCall. Ugh. One more week. You can make it. I know. One more week, one I'm more learning. day. It's fine. Today's Friday. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's good, because I thought Wednesday was Friday. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the last, yeah. like, like ever yeah. since Thanksgiving, it's felt like it's just thrown my whole weeks off. Because obviously Thanksgiving, we only had three days for the week. Right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. And then the week after, I was like, what's happening? There's five well, days this week. <laughs> this, this is terrible. I, I think this is the ultimate first world complaint. But when you know that you have an extended, oh my gosh, Kanye tweeted again. I know. Nine we're, seconds dude, ago. we're going to get into it. He has not stopped. This has been like... Good heavens, Kanye. Kim, please take away Kanye's phone. Seriously. Just please take it away. He's a hot mess right now. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Call, no, it's fine. We'll call and tell you which of the four one. Real quick, I just finished my thought was when you know you have time off coming, I think it makes it harder to get there. Like it's so you, we got Thanksgiving off and it's harder to get back into the flow because you know Christmas is coming in less than a month. Uh-huh. And you know you have extended time off for Christmas. So you just. Kind of trying to get through it, I think. You're just kind of punching the clock day in a day out there. Like, come on, Christmas. Come on, Christmas. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that was the last of my thought. McCall, or excuse me, Kanye tweeted again 47 seconds ago because I just happened to have the VFX Twitter <laughs> open at the moment. And I think McCall's going to be talking about, uh, Bro, he, he's tweeted it more than once over oh, the last 24 hours. Atlanta, way more than once. Way more than once. He is not very, uh, what is it? What character efficient? Look, look, look. If Kanye is such a skilled lyricist and such a skilled rapper, <laughs> why does his Twitter look like hot garbage? I, we'll, why? We'll get into it. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. <laughs> he, uh, he, had a, he had a busy night. Kanye had a busy night. <laughs> Freak dang, I had a busy night reading it. And I was like, Dustin, listen to this. Dustin was like, I don't care. <laughs> just Kanye in the 411? It's been yeah. all of it on Kanye? Okay. Yeah, We're just, break just down Kanye. All of the Kanye madness. I mean, Ariana Grande's in there too, but just mostly just, just Kanye. A blurb. It's like, Ariana Grande, Kanye, 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 Kanye. That's very similar to what That's we're talking about. In the 411 next. And speaking of the cold, right? Six degrees out. Winter time, cold yeah. time, flu time, cold, sick time. Yeah, cold time, flu time, sick time. And I, we've mentioned to kind of kick off the show how everybody's kind of counting down, just trying to get to the holidays, right? Yep. And that may mean that maybe, maybe even sick. though you're unwell, you try and stick it out because you know you got time off coming. You don't want to burn those sick days because you know you can make it. Right. Totally. Unless you recall she has a bone to pick with it. Oh, it's back to seven. Score. Seven degrees again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when... When you should and when you shouldn't stay home from work. McCall's got thoughts. A oh, lot of them. Yeah. A lot of thoughts. And if you're cold, don't worry. She's going to heat up the room. And that's going to be after Ariana Grande in about nine minutes. I know it's Friday. I know it's almost the holidays. But if you're not feeling so well, McCall says stay home. Please.
is, oh my gosh. AJ McCall at VFX. I've got such a complaint with it. It's one thing I absolutely get so frustrated with <laughs> specifically producer Butters about. Right. Because he comes in and it's like he's been hit by the sick train 15 times. Yes. Like he comes in and he's just like, hey guys, they don't feel very good. <laughs> but go home. Don't come in. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get sick. <laughs> if you're under the weather, don't come in. <laughs> McCall, I think in in theory and in practice, a sound idea, but overall, not so much the case. I think most people don't want to give up the sick days, especially now. Come on. It's the Friday. There's like one more week. There's going to be a little extended time off for Christmas. Especially today. Grit your teeth, get through either yesterday or today, get to the weekend, and get yourself ready for the last week before the holidays. Look, I get it. Okay? As somebody that used to work in in a banking business where you got sick days, you got paid time off, I get it. It's nice to keep your sick days. Where we're at right now, we don't really have sick days. We have, you don't feel good, you don't come in. Like Okay, so let me ask you this question because neither of us has missed a day for anything other than we've been out of town. Right. Like I came in when I I came in when I got sprayed by a skunk. Yes. And I think AJ would have preferred that I not, but I told I told you you could go home. It was it was a weird situation. I didn't know what to say. Like do whatever whatever you need to do, do what you need to do because I don't know what to tell you in this situation. Hey, not something I had ever experienced. McCall, you smell like you got sprayed by a skunk. It, It was a little brutal. The answer is yes. But that being said, so are you saying that in all that time, because we're com- we're a year and a half now, putting right. a year and a half together, that there's not been a time that you felt like you should stay home and you didn't just because you're going to grit your teeth, get through what you need to get through, call it an early day and go home? I mean, there are times that I was not feeling so hot that I've come in and I've had migraines. Because I've had days I've gone home early, but there's even... Right. Unless I'm puking my guts up or... Uh, one time, the two times I've called in sick here, and they were both before McCall got here, I had a massive migraine and just could not keep my eyes open because that's that's the, that's what gets me in radio. Migraines wouldn't put me down before. Now in radio, music screens everywhere. It, yeah, you, you can't, you can't, do it. You can't deal. It's literally terrible. Um, there are times that I have come in that I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could have stayed home, but most of the times that I come into work, it's it's and I and I. I evaluate what I'm sick with. Like I evaluate, is it sinus issues? Is it like something that I'm going to be able to pass on to somebody? And if it is, for the most part, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go to work. But you have Or I go home it. early. Uh, see, so going home early, how's that different than, how is that not something you criticize yourself for since you said don't come in at all? Well, it's... Because I've definitely done that. I'll do that. At this point, like I said, unless it's those two things, right. I'm going to come in and well, grit my teeth through the morning show at least. Well, and that's that's my same my same thing. That's not the issue that I have, though, because you and I basically work within close proximity of each other and then we leave if we're sick. That's how it goes. Yeah. We work within close proximity yes. of each other and then we leave. And I'm pretty sure the times that I've gotten felt the lousiest here because I've caught it from either you or Producer Butters. That's the one that I have the issue with because for the most part, it's Producer Butters that brings it in. Producer Butters comes in sick 
all the time. When he's sick, he comes into work and he stays at work like all day. And then he's ornery. <laughs> then he's so grumpy. I don't feel good. I hate everything. Go home. No, so McCall's Please. real problem with this is it's sound advice if you're not feeling well and you can't stay home. But really, this has just turned into Bruce Buzz, you're not feeling well, go away. Just go just away. Stay home. That's really what this I is about. I love you. Really what stay this is home. about. Stay home. Stay home. Is he going to get the memo? I don't know. No. Producer Butters, are you listening? No. I I understand not wanting to miss work. I understand being like, there's a responsibility that I have. And I understand that. And I understand not wanting to make people sick. I don't like making people sick. So if I have something that I think is contagious, I will stay home. <laughs> or I will go home I early. I still think this is just about lambasting producer butter. It is. <laughs> Go home if you don't feel good. What about don't our come fr- in and com- don't come in and complain about how you're sick. Don't. Okay. You come in and you start complaining about how you're sick. I'm like freaking go home. Let's, let's break. We're gonna break this down a little bit more <sighs> now that we've now that we've got to the source of the problem. I thought it was a general thing, but now we've got to the source of the problem. We're gonna break this down. Why McCall and Six Producer Butter should never come in. So I have a couple questions for you, McCall, because oh, this started boy. off as you saying if you're not well. Go home. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX, which I think is still technically your policy, but really what we found out is that you basically blame producer butters for getting everybody sick all the time. Yeah. So every time you felt really unwell, it's producer butters' fault. Mostly. Mostly. Let me let me backtrack. Since I worked here, yes. yes uh, that's, that's, since, I, since I worked I, here, I yes. I was hoping that went hand in hand. I was like... Producer Butters didn't go back in time and get you sick before you came to so VFX. You're saying that one time you had the flu when you worked at the bank. That was Producer Butters' fault? No. <laughs> I'm saying since I worked here. Yeah, okay. So, so obviously, we work in close proximity with a lot of people. You know, we touch the boards. We talk a lot. There's a lot of way to spread germs in this in this building. Yeah. So you're telling Especially me- Especially in a microphone. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ugh. Terrible. For sure. Especially, you know, you and I use different studios. Everybody yep. kind of gets comfortable. It's real easy to catch germs. Yep. So you tell so my point was basically once somebody catches something, it kind of goes around to everybody. It's almost impossible to avoid it. So what you're telling Correct. me is any time over the last year and a half that you've been here, that there's been a bunch of us that have gotten sick and it's happened at least three or four times. Mm-hmm. It's all producer butter's fault. Producer Butters is the one that always catches it. I don't know what's up with his immune system, but he's always the one that catches it. And whenever he catches something, it's like AJ and I, I think, basically kick it within like two days. Like I can kick it within well, I, two days or something. And I, Producer Butters comes in and he's sick for like yeah. three freaking weeks. This year especially, I was just oh talking to intern Tiny Tim about it. This year especially, uh, knock on wood, please don't please, let it change. Yeah. But this year, especially, either McCall or Producer Butters get sick, and they have it for two, three, however many days, and I'll I'll knock it out in about a day and a half. So I've lucked out this year. But to back up McCall's statement, there was one time it was actually me that got everybody sick. Correct. And Producer Butters caught it after McCall did, and then he took a turn for the worse. His was like, and then so he mutated bad. it because then I got it back, and right. I'm very unhappy about that because I was like, I already had this. Yep. Yep. So it's always producer Butter's fault is what you're saying. Every time anyone in this building is sick, you ever encounter anyone that works for Cash Valley Media Group? Yes. Producer Butter's fault that they're sick. I had a discussion with our friend Shauna that Uh-oh. works works here too. She just recently had a bout with something. Yeah. You want to know where she fault? got it? From producer Butters. Oh. 
Okay, so uh, producer Butters is like always sick. Zero. Always Butters. sick. <laughs> Like all the time, you know, and there have been times in my life where I have wanted to call in sick and I couldn't. Right. Like I went specifically one that I can think of. I was working at the bank in Vernal and I did not feel well. Like I felt like death. That's literally what I felt like. And I woke up in the morning and I told Dustin, I was like, I literally feel so sick. Like I feel like I'm dying. I, I feel so sick and I called in and I was like, Hey, I can't come in today. And the president of the bank was coming to the bank that day. And my boss was like, you got to come in. I was like, I can't come in. They're like, you're our best employee. You got to come in. I was like, I'm so sick. Like I have to go to the doctor. And so they were like, you got to come in. So I was like, fine, I'll come in. So I go into work, just feel like a garbage can the whole day. I was so sick. Shake the hand of the president. He gets sick. She gets sick. She gets sick. How dare you? Uh, so sick. Like felt too, totally miserable. Now they say, okay, sick. noon, you can go home. I said, okay, great. Noon rolls around. They're like, hey, actually, you got to stay until five. When we closed, and I was like, I'm dying. Like, I could lay on the floor right now and just zonk out. So what you're telling me is Producer Butters made you sick that time, too. No. I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, oh, you've got the flu. Of course. And I said, okay, well, that's great. So I called my boss, and I was like, hey, I've got the flu. They're like, well, can you come in tomorrow? I was like, no, I'm not coming in tomorrow. I've got the flu. That's how it works. There are, there are people over, that, right. Buried in snow. Well, call one of your coworkers, get them to flip it over, and you're both coming in. Right. Everybody's coming in. I was like, no, I can't come in right now. This is terrible. Well, so us, I went home and I just like passed out. Let us state for a fact that our, we do not work in a place like that. Here is not like that. No, here is not like Which that. Is here is like if you feel. Backtrack annoyed with producer right, runners. Because if you don't feel well, all you have to do is say, hey, guys, I don't feel well. I've got food poisoning <laughs> or something. And then you don't like have to come in. Can. I feel like an actual trash can today. Okay? <laughs> I'm not coming in. Moral of the story, if you're sick in Cash Valley, it's Producer Butter's fault. Yep. Moral of the story, apparently. Yep. <laughs> Call here and complain about it. We're going to play the game Cuts Florida or not next. Be ready for that cue to call. 435-787-0945. We got Aggies tickets up for grabs. Your chance to win three minutes from now. Game Cuts Florida or not on VFX. Game Cuts there at South Logan. They've got gift cards. You don't need an appointment. You can walk in and they have discounts for military, fire, police. Just visit 909 South Main in Logan. A pair of tickets to see the Aggies in action tomorrow night. Ooh. As they take on... The uh, Alabama State University. Alabama State University tomorrow night in the Spectrum. 7 o'clock pair of tickets right here up for grabs. If we can figure out which stories from Florida. Now, McCall obviously is going to tell us till the end, but the last two days have had a story from Utah also. And this is not called Utah or not. No. But Utah has been featured. Correct. Okay. Headlines, please, McCall. Okay. How about... Juggling all the nonsense that is Florida. I am trying to figure out if I can tell this this story or not because it contains something that we might get in trouble for. Classic Florida, bringing everyone else down with them. You know that big game? Yes. Yes. The football game. The football the game. The football game. Okay, okay. the big football it game. It's easy to tell. 
She'd say the, the big, big tournament. Football the tournament's game. the other one. Yeah, not the big tournament. The, the big, big football the big game. The big football game, okay. That happens in February. Right. 24-year-old guy just got arrested for assault last week, and that was his name. The big football game. I can't tell you is what it is. a lawsuit? So I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Freak, probably. I feel He's, like it has to be, They're now monetizing it. Has to be. I'm sure. Okay, so story number one. Okay. Okay. Story number two. A lady called the cops on Sunday afternoon because someone drove off with her car. Right. But it was just a misunderstanding, apparently. So she parked next to a guy who owns the exact same car. The key fob worked in it. He eventually realized, hey, this isn't my car. Brought it back, but not before he filled it up with a tank of gas. Oh, what a good guy. Okay. Story number two. Okay, two. And story number three. A guy got arrested for shoving 11 bottles of liquor down his pants at a Walmart and tried to limp out of the store. I think that's worse than the footlong story from earlier this totally, week. Totally. Totally worse. I, I don't even know how... Okay. We'll, we'll get into that. Those are the three stories. We're the full ones. Make some jokes and hopefully win you some Aggies tickets if you could beat the Game Cuts Florida or not. 435-787-0945. Help us figure out which stories from Florida. Not at the end there, oh, but I'm going to do everybody a favor song. right now. If you haven't seen the James Corden part of the skit that he made, it's not Thank You Next. All I hear is Jeff now. Thank you. I just hear Thank Jeff. You. Thank you, Jeff. All I hear now. AJ and BFX. Now time for the Game Cuts Florida or Not. A pair of Aggies basketball tickets for tomorrow night as they take on Alabama Ooh. State up for grabs if we can figure out which one of the three stories is from Florida. And out of curiosity, see if there's a streak of Utah stories continuing. That being said, uh, Jack's ready to play McCall, so let's do the three stories. Okay. Story number one. 24-year-old guy got arrested last week for assault. Okay. He was threatened with some sort of weapon. I don't know. Threatened other people as well. Was it a sword? No. I don't know what it was. It, It says some sort of weapon. Anyway, his, something boring and usual. His first name was that big game, the that football big football game, game the big How's, one that happens in February that I can't say. His family had to get sued for that, right? I'm sure. Well, especially now. Well, it's two separate names instead of the one. Yeah, it's two separate words for the, the actual game, too. But it's like combined. It's not. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's not. I think it's combined. Regardless. I feel like there's, there's a lawsuit the, There's a capital S and a capital B. But they're combined. Maybe. It's like how I, I have a capital M and a capital C in my I name. I still think there's a lawsuit in here somewhere. I'm the sure. The big football game in February. Is the one that happens in February. About. We can't tell you what it is. because Rune 5 we'll will be playing at halftime. We'll get sued for it. Story number two. A lady called the cops on Sunday after someone drove off with her car. But it was just in a misunderstanding. So apparently she parked next to a guy who owns the exact same car. The key fob worked That's nuts, with actually. hers too. Uh, he realized that it was her car. Well, he brought it back and filled it up with gas. What a good dude. And Seriously. Left it. Yeah. My bad. Full tank Sorry. of gas. Sorry, here you go. Total Have a better misunderstanding. day. misunderstanding. Yep. And story number three, a guy got arrested after he shoved 11 bottles of liquor down his pants How at Walmart. is that a good idea? Tried to limp out of the store. Apparently he was wearing big old baggy sweatpants. Right? Those are your three crazy stories. Is this obvious? Nah. Like... Dude, $321.67 worth. Movement. Hot dog. Sound. All things. Size. All things that were very obvious. Like, that's way worse than the footlong story from earlier this week. Fun fact, that's not the first time because in late November, he 
stole $706.19 worth of liquor. So apparently it worked the first time, and so he tried for a smaller (laughs) haul this time. He's a smaller haul, way easier. Okay, well, apparently this guy, he must have some special pants. Yeah. He's got some special booze pants, apparently. Booze pants. Special thief pants. Yes, thief pants. That that being said, uh, Jack, 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 he's our man. He can't do it. No one can. Jack, what story do you think it is? Story number one. Story number one, the, the the big football game. The big one. I, you know, I'm going to go with you, Jack, because either you got it right or I don't have to worry about accidentally saying it. This is a win-win regardless. I yeah. just hope it's a win-win for you, too. McCall, is it the uh, the, the big football game? I, there's got to be a lawsuit. Is it story number one? It's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jack. I'll be honest. I, I'm really, I legitimately am sad that, Jack, you did not win because I would have loved to give you the Aggies tickets, but I'm glad that that story's out of the way now because... I, as a sports fan, very much am worried I'm going to say that, but it is not the big football game. Not the big football game. That happened in Hawaii. So we have the... Really? Yeah. That may be why. That may be why. Not on the continental U.S. can get away with it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so we have the the nice guy who brought back the car with gas in it, or the 11-bottle down-my-pants thief. Yep. Those are the two remaining stories for Game Cuts Florida. Not paired tickets to see the Aggies tomorrow night. 50-50 shot now. Which story is from Florida? 435-787-0945 if you think you know. 50-50 shot. Yep. That's what's up for grabs is no. the Aggies tickets. Oh, yeah. They take on Alabama State. Now it's a 50-50 chance. Could not get any easier. I mean, it could get easier technically. The game cuts Florida like not with AJ and Coffee. If I were to just say, hey, FX. this is what it is. <laughs> Here's story number blank. Which one's from Florida? Hmm. Surprise. Where's the challenge? It's the only one I told you. There's no challenge. So we're down to two stories for Preston. And Preston, let's be honest. I would have loved to win on the first go of this, but I'm kind of okay with the fact that the, that the uh, big football game story got eliminated. Big football game. Exactly. All right. That, two, that was two, very nice. Two remaining <laughs> stories, Preston. We could do this. Okay, we got it. Recap, please, McCall. Perfect. Story number two. A lady called 911 on Sunday after someone drove off with her car. But it was just apparently a misunderstanding because she parked next to a guy who happens to own the exact same car and his key fob worked in her car. Eventually, he nuts. realized it came back, but not before filling it up with a tank of gas. There's the real MVP. Yeah, totally. That was nice of him. Totally nice. You borrow anybody's car, you got to bring it back full tank. Oh, yeah, always. That's story number two. And story number three, a guy was arrested after he shoved 11 bottles of liquor down his pants at Walmart and tried to limp out of the store, but clearly didn't do a very good job of it because he got caught. So it was like $321.67. I I guess, uh, dude, okay, so this happened. Then four days later, he limped out of a Walgreens with four bottles of Jack Daniels, two bottles of Crown, and two bottles of Jameson, and a bottle of of Bailey's. And then he returned to Walmart a little bit, like before then, $706.19 worth of liquor that he got. Holy crap. What kind of pants is this guy wearing? Freak, I don't know. You got like parachute pants on? Invisible pants. And Batman gave him one of the special compartment pants. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. He got those hunting pants, those car hearts that are just so stiff, like you couldn't tell anyway because they don't move. Right, because they don't move. You got to kind of starfish your way to move. Yeah. Good gosh. a lot of alcohol. It's crazy. Oh man, three thousand dollars. One heck of a New Year's during, rager. Three thousand dollars during eight separate thefts That's over insane. two that is, months. That's just insane. Wow. wow. 
Okay, Holy that cow. being said, oh. Preston, which of the stories do you think it is? Oh, I'm definitely going to have to go with Alcohol Man. The alcohol Story Man. Number three. Not the superhero we wanted, but the superhero we deserve. But call! I don't know how he had, what pants he had, but is it Booze Man? It is Booze Man, Preston. Booze Man. (laughs) Congratulations, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some information from you, okay? Sounds good. That's the 411 this hour. Congratulations again to Preston, winner of the Game Cuts Florida, not on VFX McCall. I got to ask just because the last two days have had a story from Utah. Where was the, the, the return the gas one? The return the car with a full tank of gas. Nova Scotia. Of course. Canada, the land of the friendly. Yes. So we had Booze Man and the land of the friendly. Correct. <laughs> Congratulations. Every weekday, 650 Game Cuts Florida Night, your chance to win prizes. Or if you see them one way, maybe they're presents. Maybe yep. Preston just said, I have no idea what to get my cousin, brother, uncle, dad. Now I'm taking them to the Aggies game. Yep. So congratulations to Preston. Presents, though, not done. No. Discussion of presents to come. Yes. Because McCall enjoys a weird part of presents. I don't think it's weird. I think it's weird. You're weird. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But I think you're weird on this one. Uh, what does McCall enjoy about presents that I don't think anybody does as much? Definitely doesn't as much. That's after five seconds summer in about nine minutes. McCall continues to be weird for the holiday season. Not even. AJ and oh McCall on VFX. So even. No. So even. I'm not that weird. What is your favorite part about presents? I like wrapping them. I like making them pretty. More than opening them. Mm. Nah. No. Okay. I like wrapping presents, though. I think they're pretty. <laughs> I... I get the I get to a certain extent to a certain extent the enjoyment of the decoration of it because if Christmas is about anything it's definitely about decoration totally lights and stuff out on the front yard on the house on the tree I get that but at the same time it's sort of lost on me because it's basically going to be destroyed anyway but I like it you know what what about cake people like making cake and cake just gets destroyed anyway. And I say all the time, even when we share on our Facebook page, like you had you had a Facebook roulette the other day. It was the cupcakes, right? Yeah. So it was decorated cupcakes. And what did I say? I don't remember. Those are almost so pretty that I couldn't eat them. I say that every time. Right. So again, I don't see the point in it because I'm going to eat it but or open it. Presents, like, cake, whichever one you're talking about. I like wrapping presents a lot. Why? I don't know. I just like the, I like the crispness of like the edges. I like making presents look nice. I like putting really big bows on them. I like putting really pretty ribbon on them. I don't know. Maybe it's just because like I can't, like I can decorate my house and stuff, but it's like once my house decorations are up, they're just up and it's just there. You know what I mean? Once you wrap a present, it's just wrapped. It's just there. Well, no, I'm saying I get the opportunity to like wrap new presents every year. Or you could just have severe- ADD, I guess, and take your lights down and bring them back up. That's your problem. That once you decorate it, it's decorated. No, I figured I'm saying, the enjoyment would be no, in being no, up. No, no, no. I'm saying like my home decorations, like my pictures and my like the actual interior of the home decorations. Once they're up, they're just up. And so then once I put up like my Christmas tree and stuff, then I can put like really pretty different like packages and stuff underneath it. I have wrapped. Hmm. I have wrapped boxes before to look like I had presents underneath my Christmas tree, so it looked nice. 
I'm going to make fun of you. I'm not surprised. I'm going That's to, why I was I'm hesitating. I'm going to hold back a little bit because I feel like I, as much as I want to say no, I found out this year that my mom and apparently other people send themselves flowers. So I'm going to hold back because I feel like you're not alone in that one. I'm actually that not very Pinteresty me to let me. Let me calculate here. Very Pinteresty. I don't think I'm in the minority here. According of wrapping to according to science. Imp- according to science. Oh, of just no, of just wrapping presents. Oh, okay. <laughs> according to science. Of just wrapping others. presents. Okay. I'm not the only one that likes here's, this. Here's the question, because I don't want to know if you enjoy wrapping presents or not. That's a boring question. I want to know what you do with your presents. What do you mean? Because you, talk, you talk about making them pretty. Yeah. So do you have some kind of organization for them? No. Special paper for everybody? Do you organize them one way? Like, these ones are red, these ones are green. How do you do that? And I, seriously, if you wrap the empty boxes, I really want to hear that. Because I really want to make fun of a call, but I'm going to hold oh. back for a little bit. Okay. Even though I think she's kind of nuts. I'm not. <laughs> Wrapping presents. Is it the most fun you can do with a present? Call us. Tell us. 435-787-0945. Is anyone else? Right, nobody has. But is anyone else wrapped non-presents just so you could have a look under your Christmas tree? No, right? Nobody's done that. Please, please help me. Facebook, Twitter, I'm sure Instagram. That at I'm not alone. VFX. Please. <laughs> You're alone. No. There's, no. there's nobody on your team for this present one. No. Nobody else wrapped empty boxes, right? Nobody gets into it as much as McCall. That's the question. Josh has an idea for you, McCall. Okay. I cannot believe this. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall loves wrapping presents. I do. It's the best time of the year, apparently. I love wrapping presents. I love... I, I, I'm, I like wrapping presents and putting them underneath my tree so that they look nice. For the aesthetic. Uh-huh. Josh says that his grandma used to wrap empty boxes, then swap them out with the real presents Christmas Eve. Oh, clever. Which I guess if you have nosy kids, I sort of get because you can't do like the shake test and all that. But at the same time, why? Why? Because it looks good up until Christmas. Because my mom, my mom and dad used to put the presents down before and... Say they put them down two weeks or something like that before. Uh-huh. There was one time my mom stopped doing this because I think it was Sadie. It was either Sadie <laughs> or Noah. I don't remember what. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Sadie. Okay. Very carefully unwrapped her present <laughs> on the bottom half so she could see what she was getting. Clever girl. Yeah, so they, my mom stopped doing that. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, I get, but still, you wrapped all that stuff for no reason. Okay, so my dad, right? I bought my dad the super special rock. Can't get divulging details. Right. May go to jail. Super right. special rock, right? So I bought him a display case for his super special rock that I'm going to give him, and some labels and stuff. And this weekend, we're gonna get all set up. And the display case, it's it's for uh, little miniature helmets. That's what the case is designed for. But it's it was the right size. So what I'm going to do is put the rock in the display case, and then am I going to wrap it? No, I'm going to put it in the box. Am I going to wrap that? No, I'm going to leave it in the box. Why? Because the box will completely throw him off. Right. And that'll be fine. There's no reason to wrap it because he has no idea what it is. Yeah. He will be surprised. And it'll look just fine under the tree. That's a good idea.
McCall, can I yes. ask you then, because you said you like it looking nice. He's going to anyway. The tree. Yes. And you don't have the tree this year because you're remodeling house and the dogs will destroy the tree and all that other stuff. So yep. what, what are you doing with yourself if you're not wrapping presents then? I've already wrapped presents. I'm already done. Where do you put them without a tree? Well, uh, we ship them to Texas for Dustin's family. I put them in the post office and I send them off to Texas. I sent a box with no less than like 50 things in it to my mom's sister and sister. Yeah. And the only thing in there that's somewhat concealed is the fact that uh, we bought shiny bags and that's it. Shiny gift bags. We went and bought some bags from like a dollar store Okay. and put some of the stuff in. None of it's wrapped. It's all presents, souvenirs, and Christmas presents just in a box. I've only got two things that I had to put in a box and ship. So I wrapped two things, called it good. I actually still have to buy some other stuff. Which you're going to wrap, of course, right? Well, yeah, because it's for a family gift exchange. Duh. What am I going to do? Show up to the family gift exchange and say, hey, here's your palette. Merry Christmas. I hope you love this. <laughs> the older I get, Surprise! The more it's presents- a makeup palette. You're welcome. <laughs> the older I get, the more presents just arrive in boxes that they were not originally in. And you're like, oh, oh, did I get sent dog food or a vacuum cleaner? No, of course not. There's something in here for me. I don't know what it could be, though. That's how it works. That's the same effect. You don't know what it is. I gotta figure out. Just doesn't look as pretty. (laughs) I like wrapping presents. Frankie says that his job while they work, they have a group that wraps presents for you, three per day, and they deliver it to your desk while you're still working. Oh, cool. McCall would do that. Yeah, McCall. There's your your side hustle, McCall. I love wrapping presents. Why? I don't know. Okay. I just love it. Before I leave this, because nobody else has said that, well, I take that back. Josh says grandma sort of does the empty box thing, so I guess McCall has one person in her corner. Yeah. Still together. It's kind of nuts. Do you do anything special with the presents besides the basically, you know, as Pam said on the office, you should only use, what, three pieces of tape, I think is what she said, to wrap a perfect present. Do you do anything besides, you know, corner tuck, box, fold over, all that? Do you do anything special? Yeah, make them look like the candies with the puffed outside. I've done that before. Do it depends bows. on it depends on what I'm doing. It depends Do you on color code them. No, uh, you buy. I just use I use basically whatever wrapping paper we have, and whatever wrapping paper we have, I always have like the matching ribbon with it because I just it comes in like a gift set. Can't give you too much. It comes with like the gift I can't set, give you too much and crap so it's like that. I I just, just wrap what I get. You buy wrapping so, paper. You have wrapping paper. That's fine. Y- yeah, you okay. buy the wrapping I can't give paper. Too much crap yeah, that. I will make fancy bows. It's close. I've it's made close. fancy bows uh, out of like burlap, leftover burlap that I've had. Um, again, <laughs> I'm a very extra. I'm a very crafty individual. I have a lot of like crafty stuff, so I've made really extra burlap bows and really extra like wrapping paper bows. I've made bows out of wrapping paper before. Ribbon, pom-poms. Okay, so you started, I was like, okay, fine. Now you keep going. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yep. There it is. There's the extra. Yep. There's the extra. Yep. When it comes to wrapping presents, do you do any special organization-wise? And nobody does the empty boxes right under the tree. That's just McCall. Whatever. Right? Right? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. Now, one of those things that makes AJ and McCall AJ and McCall is the debated eight. We've been sitting on it. We talked about Christmas movies yesterday. I kept saying there's a part of the Christmas movie discussion we've been waiting to get into. Today is that day. Today is. Today is that day ahead of Christmas probably time. some Christmas watching movies this weekend. Oh, yeah. Totally. So we're going to get into that in less than 10 minutes on VFX.
Look, Christmas music ahead of a Christmas debated eight with AJ McCall VFX. That's just how it goes. Now, yesterday, right, we got into what is a Christmas movie. Correct. Specifically two that I consider McCall doesn't. Well, one iffy, definitely not Nightmare Before Christmas. It's always been a, a big thing between the two of us. Today, we're going back to Christmas movies, but it's different because the perspective will change. We were talking about this specifically, one movie in particular, like the bad guy in the movie isn't actually the bad guy in the movie. Right. And so uh, <laughs> there's a couple of these that I'm ready to make arguments on and uh, maybe completely warp these Christmas movies forever. Probably. And so <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's changed my mind, but the bad guy of this movie is actually... Blank. Blank. Okay. So we're going to take a little bit different look at the some of these some of the favorite Christmas movies for the debate today, starting with uh, one of my one of my favorites, one of everybody's favorites. I think it was on most people's top five yesterday. Right. So just consider yourself warned. Consider yourself warned. We'll explain a little bit more after we get into McCall's 411. <sighs> I'm looking at Twitter and Kanye's on it again. He just hasn't stopped. No. So the last tweet activity was like eight hours ago, and then all of a sudden it was like one hour ago, and now he just keeps tweeting. Just he calm just, down, he Kanye. Needs to not have his phone. Kim, take away his phone. Anyway, Kim is actually responding because obviously Kanye and Drake are beefing again, like always. Do they ever not beef? I don't know. Apparently not, because I I thought it was kind of one of those things like where. Kanye was just kind of saying things. Drake and I was just, just kind of ignoring it. Yeah. But apparently I, that's not the case. No. I hate it. <laughs> Update on the tweet spamming that Kanye's doing. That's in McCall's 411. Then we'll get back into the, the debate today and change your perspective on some of your favorite Christmas movies. That's coming up in about 15 minutes. I have been waiting for this debate at eight basically since the calendar hit December. Yeah, AJ and I started discussing this and AJ was like, you know what? AJ and McCall on VFX. So yesterday, right, we, we got into a little bit what are Christmas movies. Yep. Specifically, Die Hard and Nightmare Before Christmas. But we've left that behind, sort of, because the perspective needs to change on a couple of these movies. Now, I will tell you right now, the three movies we're discussing today are three of my favorites. They're in my top six. All three of them are in my top six favorite Christmas movies. Yes. But the perspective needs to change. Okay. So the cases will be made, and by the end of it, you'll tell us, did we convince you or not? Starting with Home Alone, right? That's what started the debate at eight yesterday, McCall. Yep. Some moron on the internet said it's not a Christmas movie. Right. Which is complete they said, well, well, what they said was, what they said was if you take the movie, asp- or if you take the Christmas aspect out of it, it's not a Christmas movie anymore. It becomes a movie. So I'm like, duh. Hello. <laughs> wow. What? Anyway, we're starting there. So Judd, the, the bad guys, Marvin Harry, right? They're the bad guys. Right. But are they the only bad guys in the movie? And the no. answer is no. Maybe. Because Kevin's dad, Kevin McAllister's dad, actually is a shady man in his own right. Now think about this. And McCall has the facts. I'm looking it up. Hang on. Me, but here, let me like, let me lay this out. Think about that house. It's a massive house. Yeah. How many kids were there? I believe it's 
was it 15, 15 or 17 people going to, in the first one, Paris, in the second movie, Florida. Kevin's dad paid for it. All the kids are staying there. In fact, in fact, one of my favorite quotes this is from the second movie, but we're kind of putting them all together. This one, one of my favorite quotes. I wouldn't want to spoil your fun, Mr. Cheapskate. Your dad's paid good money for this trip. Yes, he is. How does he afford that house with that many rooms and take? I just went to Italy, McCall. Right. And I know it's back, it's home alone back a little bit, so it's a little bit cheaper, but he took a whole, whole family with him. Right. Whole family and a half. Actually, probably two families. Uh-huh. To Paris. And, and the dad, mom, aunt, and uncle sat in first class. Dude's doing some shady business. I'm looking at numbers here. I want to double check. Okay, this is Home Alone 2. Home Alone 1. I'm looking at numbers here because I had to figure out how much it would actually cost to fly people to Paris because I don't know how much prices for flights were. Right. Okay. 15 tickets from Chicago to Paris at Christmas. 11 coach, four first class, nonstop round trip flight on American Airlines, which is the airline they flew. Yes, it was. $35,320. Okay. It's not taking into account that airline prices have fallen in the last 30 years. So it probably would have been even more expensive back then. Wow. 10 boxes of pizza <laughs> they paid for in cash. Yeah, in cash. $122.50. Carl's got all the numbers. Good pizza. Super good pizza. They got to replace the basement stairs, you know, because you got doused in tar and rebuilt the shelves and all of that stuff. <laughs> that is between like nine hundred and fifteen hundred dollars, okay, so which ha- is is reasonable, I guess. So, but but houses, the definitely the house is the big one. That's the big argument. Now I'm looking at this house, and this house alone that he that they were living in, because here was my here was my argument that I was going to have. Uh oh. Houses in Chicago. We looked while we were in Chicago. Paul's actually done some research. Yeah, Dustin. Dustin uh, is kind of a real estate mogul, if you will. So he was looking into prices. Not that bad, really. Like house prices in Chicago are not that bad. Like I found this house, um, twenty-seven hundred square feet, five bedrooms, three bathrooms, three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Which again, this is a lot of money. Not it's I, I'm not saying it's not a lot of money. I'm saying it's still a lot of money. But this is like a new house, three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for five bedrooms, three baths. I'm looking at another one, eight bedrooms, four bathrooms, seven hundred thousand dollars. That one's expensive. Okay. There's another one though that's like two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, and it's got nine bedrooms, uh, five bathrooms, two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Like. You can buy a house here for that, okay? House prices out here are super jacked up right now. Yes. Okay, okay so... The, the house saying, actually sold for $1.585 million. Well, yeah, so. there you go. May say in the little, little, uh, little wiggle room here when it comes to the house, but let me just leave you with this. Think about the first scene with Kevin's dad. It's never mentioned what Kevin's dad does. Nope. But Joe Pesci comes in, right, as a police officer. Right. And the first thing he says before answering a question, he goes, am I in some kind of trouble here, officer? Immediately defensive. Immediately defensive. Correct. He's Correct. he's quick to get out of that conversation too. This house he works really pretty, for the way. mafia. Thirty five thousand dollars to take everyone to Paris. Everyone to Paris. Then he comes right back the next Christmas. It's the next Christmas. Everyone to Florida. Yep. Kevin McAllister's dad works in the mafia. He's got to.
That is the first movie we're going to change the perspective of. Now, that one, that's an internet theory that has existed for a little bit, but we want to get it out there. Because Home Alone was a discussion we had yesterday for the debate at 8. Yep. How about, how about one maybe that's not as discussed as much, McCall? The Grinch, right? Yesterday, The Grinch Stole My Blank. Center button texting right. game we played. Super fun. But is The Grinch really the villain? I don't know. I'm here to tell you for the debate at 8. That question will be answered. After Panic at the Disco, we're going to make argument number two for the debate at 8. In about eight minutes. One Christmas movie perspective change. Now about to be a second one. Okay. This is going to be my favorite debate of the eight. Debate at eight of the year. Got it. AJ and McCall on VFX. So the first one was Kevin McAllister's dad is in the mafia. That's a popular internet theory. He's been running around for a while. How did you take him on trips? How do you afford that house? Here's the second one. Now, this one came up in a lot of people's top fives yesterday. We talked about Christmas movies. And why should it not? Yeah. There's three different versions of it now. I'm focusing on the Jim Carrey one, and that's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. So, we grew up, McCall, thinking, who was the bad guy in this movie? The Grinch. <laughs> it wasn't a trick question. I know. I was waiting. I was like, wait a second. Hold the Grinch. on. Yeah. The Grinch, right? The, the Grinch is the, the bad guy. The, He's, the Grinch. <laughs> he breaks into the houses, right? Nobody supports it. That is a bad thing that he totally. did. Totally. But let's break, let's break this down, actually, bit by bit. First of all... The Grinch wants to live by himself. Now, McCall, correct me if I'm wrong. You moved out where you did so you could have more space to yourself, a little bit more privacy. Be by myself, yeah. Are you the Grinch? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll take it. <laughs> Second, the Grinch doesn't spend a bajillion dollars on Christmas presents. McCall, I know that maybe you're not the best one to ask about fiscal responsibility. Not at but all. But why does that make him a bad person? Because he doesn't want to go into debt over Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Because that's not what the banks want. <laughs> that's right. Third, third, who feels basically high school? In what world is it okay to sing songs about how much of a scumbag a person is because they don't share your beliefs? It's not. Whoville is high school. Yeah. How dare he doesn't get along with us. Also. He's green and hairy. Also, the Grinch doesn't enjoy... People. <laughs> no. Is there anything wrong with that? But he no. does enjoy his dog. Correct. And that is my final point. And I don't know if I've convinced McCall yet. I think I have. But let let me make this point. Max the dog. If you watch that I movie, especially maybe as an adult, maybe you start to think to yourself, why is Max so loyal to the Grinch? And I go back to the Jim Carrey movie good. because I can quote the whole thing. And he says, that's what it's been about. That's what it's always been about. The gifts. Gifts, 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 gifts. You know where your gifts end up? They end up coming to me in your garbage. Correct. Max was a Christmas present somebody threw away. Right. Somebody threw away Max. And that's why Max is so loyal to the Grinch. Because he saved Max. Yeah. So really... Who's the villain? Because if you think about it, the lesson, right? Every Christmas movie has to have a lesson they learn. Who mm -hmm. learns the lesson first? Cindy Lou Who? Yes. But the Grinch beats Whoville to it, too. Oh, yeah. Who has a scumbag mayor. Yeah. Yeah, he's a real trash bag. The Grinch is not the villain. No. The Who's are. Exactly. They're terrible people. It is a terrible town. 100%. Correct. Grinch you love the, the Grinch. Villain. The Grinch is a good person. He's not the villain. No, the Grinch now is again, McCall. Now okay, again, he he's not perfect. Nobody's saying breaking into the houses is a good thing, but he does bring it all back. Grinch is not the villain, McCall. Nope.
That is point number two for the Christmas movies. Kevin McAllister's dad works in the mafia. The Grinch is not the villain. Now for this third one, I think I'm going to get pushback. Yesterday we debated this, McCall. Okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. I say Christmas movie, McCall doesn't. We'll put that aside to the point because the main character needs to be analyzed as well. Okay. I'll tell you this right now. Dex Skellington is not a hero. <gasps> that will be the third point we get into, and that will be, I think, where we lose the do you agree, do you disagree. But thus far, Kevin McAllister's dad in the Grinch. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Utah's VFX. Jump in on the conversation. Have we swayed you? And now the point for Jack. We're going to get into the Nightmare Before Christmas and why Jack Skellington is not the hero in seven minutes. McCall, before we get into oh boy. this last one for the debated eight, I thought I'd share this text with you that we okay. received. Okay. AJ and McCall's debated eight. Now we're changing perspective on three very popular Christmas movies. Correct. The text says, Need I tell you, AJ and McCall, what I tell my husband when we watch movies and TV shows, oh and boy. he sits there and analyzes everything. It's just a movie. Watch it. That's what makes it entertaining. Even movies that state based on actual events. What is there to enjoy in a movie or TV shows if you're always going to be so matter of fact? Come on. It wouldn't be a good movie or TV show if something didn't explode that really could never explode in real life. I'm not saying I don't enjoy the movies, but the fact of the matter is Kevin McAllister's dad works for the mafia and the Grinch is not a bad guy. Well, you should be really proud of me because I'm at least paying sort of attention to these movies because every time I sit down and I watch a movie with Dustin, it's like, oh my gosh, watch this. Oh my gosh, Dustin. Hey, what is happening? <laughs> Dustin, what's going on? <laughs> Dustin, what's happening? And eventually, Dustin just turns over to me and he just goes, shh, stop. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> okay? I can't understand if you keep asking me questions. <laughs> So, for the the debated eight thus far, Home Alone, Grinch, I feel like pretty compelling cases made probably brought you along. The last one, and again, remember, this is in my top six. McCall doesn't say it's a Christmas movie, but matter of fact is, McCall, Jack Skellington is not the good guy in the movie. No. He's the bad guy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the bad guy. Look, we, can, we all go Bring through stretches. Yeah. yeah, we all go through stretches where maybe we're unhappy with life and you want to make a change. We get it. Existential crisis, Jack. I'm there. But he kidnapped Santa, and he stole Christmas. In any other Christmas movie, Santa Claus 3 comes to mind. Any other movie, that is immediately the bad guy. You don't get to steal Christmas and kidnap Santa. Be- oh, he's the good guy. Oh, yeah, totally. totally he's the, the bad guy. Yep. The movie moves forward because Jack is the conflict. Will Christmas be saved? All these kids are terrified. They're going to shoot him down. The military's responding. Jack is the bad guy. Does he learn the lesson at the end? Yes, but he's still the villain. He's the villain the entire movie. And this isn't based on his looks. It's based on his actions. He's the bad guy. Misunderstood or not, he does the bad things. We're not profiling the skeleton, okay? No, not at all. We're not profiling the the skeleton. What we're doing is just stating the obvious, okay? Jack Skellington, not good. (laughs) Are his intentions evil? No, I don't think so. No. But he's still the villain. He's not intentionally evil. Even Disney lists him as a villain. You Google it. Disney has him listed as a villain. People go out and try to make the case the other way. Say, no, no, no. He's misunderstood. He didn't no. know what he was doing. No. <laughs> he still kidnapped Santa. It doesn't matter if you don't know what you're doing, okay? There are plenty of, uh, you know, you look at uh, legal cases where people are like, I don't know what I was doing. You're still in trouble. You still did the illegal thing, okay? Now, Florida not proves it every Hello? single day. Every single day. If Whether un- you knew it was illegal or not, it's still illegal. If I'm unhappy with my life, I don't get to go to somebody else's job. Be like, this is mine now. 
This is mine. Doesn't work that way. Thank you. Jack Skellington is the villain. He is the villain. The Grinch is not the villain. And Kevin McAllister's dad works for the mafia. Totally. I gotta be honest, McCall. I thought I, we're on the same page. I thought maybe there's gonna be some pushback on these, but now we're 100 no. percent agree on this. Well, I thought there was gonna be some pushback until I found the statistic that uh, Kevin McAllister's house actually sold for <laughs> 1.585 million dollars. Works for the mafia. And the, yeah, works for the mafia. Totally. Jack is a villain. The Grinch is not. Kevin's dad works for the mafia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those are the three things you need to know. For now, the question is: Do you agree? The whole debate has been laying out these points and been, been gnawing at me. Wanted to talk about the Grinch so much. Defended the crap out of Nightmare Before Christmas yesterday, but needed to make this point. Do you agree? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX, or you can uh, take part in the poll we have that McCall threw up on Facebook. Yep. Which is very it's simply. It's just on the video. Do you agree? Agree or yeah. disagree? No. Kevin's dad works for the mafia. Totally. Kevin McAllister's dad works for the mafia from Home Alone. Yep. The Grinch is not the villain. Yep. Jack Skeleton is the villain. Yep. Do you agree or disagree with the debate at eight? McCall, you said you had to go buy a couple presents still, right? Yeah, I do. I was just looking at this list. I'm like, okay, I got to go get my my $20 exchange gift for my family because I bought Dustin's $20 exchange gift for the family too, so I got to go buy this other one. AJ and McCall at VFX... Uh, I did not look closely. Are we doing White Elephant again for our no, seven days? I don't think so. Oh, I found the perfect gift. I know, and I bought a perfect one too. It was a dog butt that had like a tissue holder dispenser out of it. I was and gonna, so I bought it. No, I, found, I bought the son of a gun. I found a better one because we're not doing presents this year, so what I can tell you. What crap am I going to do with that? I'll save it till later because you'll forget. I was going to buy for White Elephant and hope McCall found it. That pillow. Do you know those pillows? They have the sequence on them and then you can like rub your hand yes. up and down and they change. I was going to get the one that was... Just, the color, and then when you rubbed it one way, it was Nicolas Cage's face. No! I was going to do it! I, it was going to be perfect! I would have been so mad. Would have got this, Curses. and I would have said no and thrown it right at your face. I, has, I, I was like, this is going to be beautiful. No, never mind. Never mind! So, is one of the... You got to get toys? You going you gonna to go buy the hottest selling Christmas toy this year, McCall? No, I'm not buying the hottest selling Christmas toy this year, because what the crap? Why is this the hottest Christmas toy this year? Why is it $50? I don't know. It shouldn't be. You love unicorns, McCall. This is right up your alley. Not these kind. This one freaks me out. It literally looks scary. <laughs> Poopsie <laughs> slime surprise unicorn. The weirdest looking son of a gun thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. I, I, there's got, is there a commercial for this? There has to be, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to find the commercial for this because I cannot imagine it being anything I can take seriously at all. No. This sounds like a parody commercial somebody invented. It reminds me of that, what's that little step called that they do They do the videos of with the little unicorn? The, what's it called? I'm just thinking of The Office. It's Princess like the unicorn, easy, it's like the- My horn can pierce the sky. No, it's, 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 it's like a, it's like a stool for you to pull underneath like your toilet. A step stool? Kind of like a step stool, but it's got like a special name, and they use the, the unicorn as the, no like the spokesperson. Hang on. I, I often do not use a step stool to get up to the toilet. Toilet. I can make it. No, you're supposed to so you're you're supposed to like elevate your feet. Squatty potty, that's what it's called. <laughs> the squatty potty. You're way too excited about that. Way too excited about the squatty potty. Uh so the squatty potties. The Squatty Potty Unicorn's name is Dookie. <laughs> of course it is. 
<laughs> that's what it looks like that's what this toy looks like i'm pretty sure it's based off of this <laughs> this isn't a toy this is the, like terrible for the record let me find this i'm gonna send it to you you're gonna love I'm this i'm gonna commercial. try and say this with a straight face oh good luck the hottest toy of christmas season <sighs> is uh what is it Glit i lost it poopsie <laughs> Poop there it is poopsie slime surprise unicorn $50, and it does exactly what it sounds poopsies. like. Oh my gosh. Here's, here's the description. A heart poopsie. It's a $50 unicorn that poops a glittery slime out of a heart-shaped hole. Yep, poopsie. This is terrible. I, w I would shoot all of these into the sun before I bought all of them. <laughs> I would spend the money to destroy each and every one of them before I bought one as a gift. You know how... We did that podcast, right? Because millennials get attacked a lot. Yeah. And we both and are. And we're both millennials, right? Right. And then we're like, this is this is not justification. Like, everyone jokes about the Tide Pod thing, and that's not our generation either. What does it say about the, what, a generation after, maybe two generations after us now, that this is the hottest selling toy? What happened to the good old days with video games, or Tickle Me Elmo, or Legos, or Play-Doh, any of the other stuff? If you wanted to make a mesh, you could buy Slime or Gak, or whatever you wanted from Nickelodeon. Dude, I loved Gak. I would make Gak. <laughs> Poopsie Slime Surprise Unicorn. Poopsie. That's the hottest selling toy at $50. Oh, gosh. Okay. Is this the part where we get into the weird presents we want as his kids? Because I know McCall has a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll okay. get into that. Okay, so I'm going to post a picture of this on our social media so you can see it. And the question is... What is the weirdest gift you ever want as a kid? Because I can't imagine it's this bad. My brain's going to explode. Why? AJ McCall at VFX. Because the hottest selling toy this Christmas is Poopsie Slime Surprise Unicorn. Poopsie. And then McCall made me sit through what is three minutes of the Squatty Potty commercial. It's hilarious. AJ McCall at VFX. The Squatty Potty is such a funny commercial. Get with it, AJ. I can't take it. I don't know Both why. Both feature poop of a colorful variety. Correct. Oh, man. I think that's what inspired Poopsie. I am at a loss. At a absolute loss. But that being said, it's not to say that as kids we weren't necessarily without our weird ass for presence either. I know McCall has a good one. Correct. What did you want McCall as a kid that was that you, you would deem weird now? I wanted a Chia pet. Ch-ch-ch-chia. I wanted one. Why? They just looked cool. What one specifically? That's an important question. Uh, I don't remember. I really liked the cat one, and I really liked the hedgehog one. Because it was like you had like a hedge on top of a hedgehog. <laughs> Good Love news, it. McCall. What? You can still, Buy a hedgehog? still get a chia pet? pet. Yes. I can't, though. Why? Because sis will eat it. Put it up high. Sis will still eat it. <laughs> Dog literally jumps like 15 feet. Put it at work. <laughs> Could you imagine if I had a chia pet at work? Producer Butters would have a come apart. It's a live plant. He would come in the studio and he'd be like, get this out of here. It looks like joy. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Then he'd get everybody he's gonna sick. He's going to come in here and then he's going to fight me because of that statement. everybody sick. <laughs> I don't think I've told McCall this story. What? But I could do weird for a Christmas present. So my oldest brother was born January 5th. So his birthday's coming up, right? My youngest sister was born January 4th. And I think, so my youngest sister was born early. Okay. And so 
uh, granted, her she was expected to arrive a little bit later, but for the Christmas that she was born, I asked my mom, and I'm so glad that I didn't, because I don't know what I was thinking. I was a kid, remember this. Okay. To be in the room when my sister was born. That's what I wanted as my Christmas present. Oh, that's kind of cute. Except it would have traumatized me for life. Totally. So thank goodness my mom had the wherewithal to be like, no, 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 nah. You got to not be there. Not for you. Thank goodness. Thank you, mom. Thanks, mom. Woo, not my brightest moment. Luckily, I was okay. But McCall, you could still have your Chia pet. Chia-chia-chia. Realize that childhood dream with your hedgehog or your Daffy Duck or your Tasmanian Devil, whatever they would be. Yes. McCall's going to get a Chia pet. It's going to happen. No. It's going to happen. VFX's Facebook roulette is in uh, four minutes and a chance to win. How? We will explain. Happy belated birthday, Taylor Swift. Yes, Tay-Tay. Her and I the same age. Someone told me yesterday it was a shocker that I was that old. Thanks? Question mark? VFX's Facebook roulette, but today it's... Reverse! In reverse. We have tickets to see the Aggies men's basketball team up at the Spectrum tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, for you. But you have to play Facebook roulette. Now, normally McCall and I like common and share. Correct. Today it's your turn. Correct. It's easy to find the post. It's going up on VFX's social media right now. So you like, you comment, you share, you get entered in. Later tonight, we'll announce the winner so you can come pick up the tickets before 5 o'clock. You have to be able to come get the tickets before 5 o'clock. Please keep that in mind. You swing by the studio, grab them tomorrow night, you have something fun to do. So get ready to go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. Like, comment, and share to get yourself entered in. If you missed McCall's 411 or the show, go to utahsvfx.com. You can find them there. You can download and listen to the podcast for Florida Not. What were the stories? Can you guess what was right? The debate at eight. What's your take today? Probably not going to be such a fan. Jack Skellington's a criminal. Or The Daily Show. Or iPod Idol. Or the Drop the Mic Podcast. Or anything that causes joy. <laughs> it's at utahsvfx.com. Or you can download and listen from Google Play, iTunes, yes. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, or Stitcher and Spotify. Search for AJ and McCall. Find us on YouTube. At Utah's VFX. McCall! AJ! One more full week for, before Christmas. One more full week before Christmas. Yeah. How are you doing over there, Miss Grinch? Fine. Okay, good. So until tomorrow, by tomorrow I mean Monday oh! for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.